Hello and welcome to another episode of the Voice of Alignment podcast. My name is Sheon Nukikiola and it is always a great pleasure to share with you from the living word of God. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Wherever you're listening to me right now from, I trust that you are having an amazing day. And if you're just about to start your day, I believe you have a great and amazing day that is set ahead for you. You see, whenever we sleep um, at night and we wake up in the morning, we wake up because the Lord sustained us. And the Lord sustained us for a reason. He sustained us because the day that we're entering into or the day that we're waking up to is filled with the goodness and is filled with the blessings of God. And that is how we need to see each and every day. And that is why when we wake up in the morning, we give thanks to God for the opportunity to be alive and to see the light of another day. Now, in this podcast and on this platform, we've been looking at... uh, the nuggets for winning spiritual battle that's the uh, series that we've been on we've had a series of teachings um, on this uh, title and over the past 10 episodes we've been looking at these nuggets uh, for winning spiritual battles you see as believers whether we like it or not and whether we acknowledge it or not we have an enemy and the name of that enemy is called satan and there are several other words that uh, are used to call and to describe satan in the bible but one of those names is the thief you see in john chapter 10 verse 10 the bible says the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy now this is the mission of the devil or this is the mission of satan uh in the life of every believer and the devil does not walk alone he has an organized hierarchy of demons and evil spirit that walk with him in fulfilling this agenda and that is why ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 says for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places It is because of the agenda of the devil and this hierarchy, uh, this hierarchy of satanic agents that we have spiritual battles. You see, the contention a believer faces as a result um, of this is the root cause of spiritual battles. And these spiritual battles come in different shapes and they come in different sizes. It could be in the form of a loss. It could be in the form of sickness. It could be in the form of a situation that takes away your peace. There is someone who is going to be listening to this podcast and the battle that person is going through is a battle over his or her child. It's like the enemy has taken hold um, of the life of that child and that child is causing a lot of of concern for that person i don't know who you are and i don't know where you're listening to me from but right now i decree over that situation that in the name of jesus christ that battle ends right now in the mighty name of jesus christ i decree liberty for your child right now in the name of jesus christ that child comes to know the lord and follows and aligns with the ways of the lord 
in the mighty name of Jesus. You will enjoy peace in your home by virtue of that child in the mighty name of Jesus. The devil is contending over that child because the devil knows the great destiny that that child has in Christ. And so that destiny will be fulfilled. Whether the devil likes it or not, whether the kingdom of darkness, whether they like it or not, the destiny that God has ordained for that child will be fulfilled in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now, I decree an alignment with that destiny in the life of that child in the mighty name of Jesus. So shall it be in the name of of Jesus. So this is one way that somebody could uh, face um, a battle, a form of spiritual battle. It could be in the form of anything that steals something from you or that kills something in your life or around you or that threatens to even kill you. Or it could be a situation that threatens to destroy something in or around your life. Now, however, the good news is that we have an assurance of victory. In Christ, you see, First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse fifty-seven says, "But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ." In First John chapter five, verse four, First John chapter five, verse four, the Bible says, "For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even." our faith so yes we face spiritual battles but we have an assurance of victory so yes we face spiritual battles but you see uh we have an assurance of victory the spiritual battles we face are real but more real is our victory in those battles and this has been the core of the message in the past 10 episodes we have had on this series now despite the assurance of victory that we have we have certain responsibilities as believers there are certain things we need to do these are requirements and in this series we have been looking at these requirements the first we looked at was divine wisdom ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 18 tells us that wisdom is better than weapons of war in other words wisdom does what weapons of war do but it does it in a better way and so divine wisdom is such a critical and fundamental requirement in a spiritual battle the second requirement we looked at was utterances or speaking yes you have an assurance of victory in christ but that assurance is useless when you are silent it is through utterances that we create the necessary motion in the realm of the spirit to our own advantage we invoke divine intervention and backup through our utterances and when we discussed this we looked at five audiences for our utterances then we began to look at the third requirement which is the full armor of god ephesians chapter 6 from verse 11 to 18 gives us seven pieces of armor that makes up the full armor of god ephesians chapter 6 verse 11 says put on the whole armor of god that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil and then when you read to verse 13 ephesians chapter 6 verse 13 it says wherefore take unto you the whole armor of god that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand and when you read further 
uh, all the way down to uh, verse 18 of Ephesians chapter 6, you will find seven pieces of armor that make up the full armor of God. So far, we have looked at five of these armors and these are truth, righteousness, peace, faith, uh, and salvation. Now, time will not permit me to recap on everything that we discussed um, on these five pieces of armor that we've already covered, as well as other things that we have covered in the past uh, 10 episodes. But if you really want to have a good grasp of this topic, I'd like to encourage you to ensure that you take out time to listen to the part 1 to part 10 um, of this series. You can simply visit the website www.voiceofalignment.com forward slash podcast to listen to these episodes, part 1 to part 10, and to download them if you prefer to download them on your device you can download them on your device and listen to them at your free time or you can listen to them online and i'm sure that they are going to be an amazing and tremendous blessing to you now in this episode we will continue on our discussion on the whole armor of God and we will discuss the remaining two armors that we have not covered. Like I said, we've covered truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation and we have two more that we need to cover and we're going to cover those two in this episode. Now, the sixth armor is the sword of the spirit which is also the word of God. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17 says, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. Now, when we talk about truth or when we talked about truth uh, in episode 37, which is part 9 of this series, we said truth is the word of God. John chapter 17 verse 17 says, Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. So, if you listened to uh, that episode, you may be wondering how and why Uh, two of these armors which is the belt of truth which we discussed uh, in part 9 of this series so the belt of truth and the sword of the spirit you may be wondering why these two armors are referring directly to the word of God now there are a couple of reasons for this but I would just stick to two of them I will mention or I will discuss two of these reasons Now, first, you need to understand that, naturally speaking, a sword is strapped to a belt in one way or the other. It's either the sword is strapped to the belt or the the sword has um, a pouch which is tied to the belt. And typically, the Roman soldiers will put, when the sword is not in their hand, they will put the sword into the pouch or that is tied to their belt or they will put it in the space which is connected in one way or the other to the belt that they are wearing when the soldier does not have his sword in his hand it is strapped to his belt whether it's directly on his belt or maybe a pouch that is also connected or strapped to his belt now if you listened to the last episode you will recall that um, i talked about the context in which Paul wrote this passage that we've been focusing on Ephesians chapter 6. Uh, he was surrounded, he wrote this uh, passage at a time when he was uh, in prison in Rome and he was surrounded by soldiers who were guarding him. And so he was using what he saw uh, in the context in which he was, the soldiers he was interacting and everything he was seeing on a daily basis. He was using that context to illustrate 
the defense system of a believer or the defense system that a believer should have but the interesting part of what paul was writing here or when you read that passage ephesians chapter 6 and everything paul wrote from 11 from verse 11 all the way down to verse 18 the interesting parts or the part that i find interesting about that passage or uh, about the writing um, of paul there was the level of logic uh, that paul displayed in that passage and you can see this in how uh, he connected the word with a sword which is typically strapped to a belt which he then connects to truth which is also the word of god now this will sound confusing but let me repeat it let me go let me repeat that again and uh listen to it carefully now what paul did there was in that passage one of the things he did which i find amazing is that he connected the word of god with the sword and typically the sword that the soldier uses is strapped to his belt and then paul then connects that belt to truth which is the word of god now if you're a very logical person like me you would um, appreciate this clearly because uh, paul's logical mindset as a lawyer was at play here so the natural connection between a sword and a belt explains why both the belt of truth which uh we said is the word according to john chapter 17 verse 17 and the sword of the spirit which paul then also clearly says is the word of god are connected now the second reason why these two armors we're talking about we're looking at why uh truth which is the belt of truth is connected to the word and why the sword of the spirit also connected to the word we're looking at why these two armors these two pieces of armor in the full armor of god why both of them are connected to the world so we say, we're saying that the second reason why these two armors refer to the word of god is the difference in their purpose and this is where we see the essence of the sword of the spirit the primary purpose of the word of god as the belt of truth that we looked at when we talked about truth as part of the full armor of god the primary purpose of the word in that context is to sanctify us again john chapter 17 verse 17 says sanctify them by the truth your word is truth so the belt of truth keeps us pure what bathing does to your physical body is what the belt of truth does to your spirit man and that is why the belt of truth must be engaged on a daily basis by the intake of the word the same way you have your bath the same way you bath your physical body on a daily basis some of us not some of us i bath once a day typically unless i have you know a very hectic day and i'm sweating and all of that then i take my bath twice a day but there are some people who have their bath two times a day some even have their bath uh three times a day so what a bath does to your physical body is what the word of god does to your spirit man and that's the purpose of the belt of truth which is the word of god but you see the primary purpose of the word of god as the sword of the spirit is to engage the enemy and destroy the works of the enemy with the word of god as it relates to that specific situation 
that you find yourself in. This is what the sword of the spirit is all about. And we're going to focus on that context. So when we talk about the sword of the spirit as an armor, we are talking about the intentional effort to take hold of the word of God as it relates to the situation in which you are facing a battle and wielding that word at that situation or at the enemy. When Jesus faced uh, the temptations he faced after 40 days of fasting, as we can see in the book of Luke chapter 4 from verse 1 to 13, it was the word of God as the sword of the spirit that Jesus wielded. And every time Jesus said, it is written, it was the end of discussion as far as what the devil was throwing at Jesus was concerned. Every time Jesus brought out the word and said, it is written, that was the end the devil it was like uh it was like that it is written was the indirect way of telling the devil to shut up that's the only way you can tell the devil to shut up and you would agree you know that's the only insult that you can uh hail at the enemy or that you can throw at the enemy and that will he would respond to some of us can call the devil stupid. You can call him all kind of names. You can say, "Oh, the devil is an idiot. The devil is a bastard. Is a this? Is a that?" It doesn't move the devil. What moves the devil? The insult that you can give to the devil is to declare what the word of God says about whatever he's saying. That's the way to shut the enemy up, and that's what we see Jesus Christ doing when he faced those temptations. Every time he said it was written, the devil will just keeps quiet about that situation and just move to something else in this temptation jesus wielded the sword of the spirit or the word of god three times and the devil walked away at the end what this tells me is that if i can wield the word of god concerning any situation that i'm going through concerning any battle that the enemy is waging against me if i can wield that word just enough the devil will walk away what this tells me is that the word of God is what I need to wield to end any discussion or contention with the enemy. What this tells me is that no matter the stubborn resistance of the devil, if I can wield the word of God just enough times, the enemy will give up. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, the Bible says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and of the joints and marrows and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart when david faced goliath the bible records that david picked five smooth stones and with one of those stones he brought down goliath those stones are symbolic of the word of god so the point here about the sword of the spirit is that it is all about an intentionality about wielding the word of god at the enemy or the situation that you are in in the midst of that battle you need to settle down and search the scriptures for the word of god that addresses that situation or that battle that you're going through if you are in a marital battle what you need to do is to find the word of god concerning your union and wield that word 
if you are in a battle in the area of childbirth what you need to do is to search the scripture for the word of god on fruitfulness and wield that word by declaring it at that situation of barrenness if the battle you find yourself in is a battle over your finances or your income streams what you need to do is to find the word of god concerning your prosperity and concerning your abundance concerning the agenda of god for you to live in prosperity for you to live in abundance for you to know no lack find that word from the scripture and wield that word at that battle or at the enemy that is waging that war against you just like wielding a sword takes intentionality and effort wielding the word of god as the sword of the spirit takes effort and intentionality wielding it is not only about declaring it it's also about aligning with it if you declare it and you are not aligning with it it won't work it's like you are holding a sword and wielding it at your enemy who is on the right side meanwhile your face is turned to the left side it cannot work not only must you declare the word concerning that situation you must align yourself with what the word of god says you must speak both with your mouth and with your actions that is what wielding that word of the spirit is all about you cannot declare the word of god on prosperity and sit down idle that is not how to wield the sword of the spirit when a soldier picks a sword and he's wielding the sword at somebody or at an enemy you see that his body is moving in the direction at which he's throwing his sword so it's not just about what you say but it's also about what you do it's not just about speaking with your mouth it is also speaking with your actions your actions must be where your word is now one last point to take note of here is the connection between the sword of the spirit and the belt of truth we've discussed this a bit earlier but then there is a part of this connection that i like to bring out now like i said when i read uh what paul wrote here um i was amazed or i'm amazed by the level um, of detail and logic that paul displays in this passage now like we said a roman soldier typically has his sword strapped uh, to his belt i've explained this you can check maybe just go on youtube uh um, sorry not youtube go on google just google uh roman soldier with sword or something like that and you will or you just google full armor of roman soldier or just google uh the armor of god you will see pictures you know of what the roman soldiers look like the whole armor you see them wearing their helmet with the sword shield everything and all of that and you will see when they have uh on their belt just strapped to their belt joints to their belt is that pouch or whatever it is called where they put their sword in uh when they are not wielding the sword with their hands now when it's time to wield the sword in a fight now we're not looking at we're looking at the roman soldier now when it's time for the roman soldier to wield that sword or to use that sword in a fight the soldier draws the sword out of that pouch or that whatever it is that they call it that is connected to his belt or that is tied to his belt the soldier draws it out from that connection to the belt or from the belt where it's the sword is tied to the soldier draws it out from there and begins to use it to fight he begins to wield it to fight now what does this mean the same way 
the soldier draws a sword from where it is strapped to the belt is the same way we can draw the sword of the spirit which is the word of God pertaining to the battle that we are going through from the belt of truth which is the word of God that you have taken in in the process of sanctification. Now let me repeat that. The same way the soldier will draw the sword that he wants to use to fight he would draw it from that pouch or that container let's call it pouch he would draw it from that pouch that is tied to his belt the same way he draws it from that connection with his belt is the same way we are expected to draw the sword of the spirit which is the word of god from our belt which is the belt of truth which is the word of god that we have used over time to sanctify ourselves you see in the process of sanctification a daily sanctification as you take in the word daily and as you read the word daily you see uh, the, the word is being stored up in your heart it's being stored up in your heart you're reading it every day the word is being stored up in your heart and so when the time comes when you're faced with a battle a lot of times it is from what you have stored up that the word comes that you draw many times you will not have sometimes you will not have the time to go and start looking you know into the scripture and looking for a word or to ask your pastor to give you a word or to ask somebody for a word a lot of times it is what you have stored up that you draw on in order to fight the enemy so you are drawing the sword of the spirit from that belt of truth that you have stored up in your heart so it means that the daily intake of the word of god as part of your daily sanctification also plays a role in wielding the sword of the spirit that is so because as you take the word of god in daily and meditate on it like i said the word of god is stored up in your spirit you become like david who went to pick five smooth stones and put them in a bag or a pouch before facing goliath and when you face that battle you draw on that word that you have taken in in the past concerning that situation sometimes especially when i want to wield the sword of the spirit i may not remember the exact words um, of the verse but then i have a paraphrased version the word is stored up in me the truth about that word is stored up in me i may not remember the exact word but i remember what it's saying but i can paraphrase it and i can say this is what it says but it's also good it's very good to commit the word to memory and that's the place of memorizing the scripture that is where memorization of scriptures comes to play but even if you cannot recollect the exact word you can draw on the word that you have hidden in your heart whether it's in the paraphrase form you can draw from it you can take what you know you can use the paraphrase form that you have in your mind search for the exact words in the bible and then use it you see many times the way the sword of the spirit actually works is that in the midst of that battle in the midst of that situation the holy spirit will just bring to your remembrance a word concerning that situation it's like the holy spirit picking a stone or an ammunition and placing it in your hands to use in bringing down the goliath in that battle many times it's the holy spirit that will bring that exact word to you 
and that is why it is called the sword of the spirit many times you know the bible talks one of the things the bible says about the holy spirit is that he will bring things to our remembrance that's one of the things the holy spirit does so what he does is that you when you're faced with that situation he will just bring that word and place that word in your spirit a lot of times maybe it's a word it could even be a word that you heard from the pastor in the past and it's stored somewhere somewhere on the inside and then in the midst of that situation the holy spirit just brings that word and that is the word that is on your mind concerning that situation that's the word that's why it's called the sword of the spirit so this is how the sword of the spirit works it's all about wielding the word being intentional taking that word that pertains or that relates to the situation that you are going through to the battle that you are facing and addressing the enemy with that word the same way jesus said it is written when the devil came he said turn these stones to bread if you are the son of god he said it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of god so you see that in that situation jesus was not just quoting some random scripture no it, it was quoting scripture that was connected to what the devil was throwing at him that is jesus wielding the sword of the spirit and that is how we wield the sword of the spirit now the last but not the least armor let's move on to the last armor now the last but not the least armor is praying in the spirit ephesians chapter 6 verse 18 says praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit being watchful to the end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints now we spoke in details about praying in the spirit in part 8 of this series which is episode 36 so I will not spend so much time on this we already talked about uh what praying in the spirit is all about in part eight um, of this series so if you want to listen to what we talked about there you can go to part eight of this series this is i think this is part uh 11 right now this is we're doing part 11 so you can go to part eight like i said just visit the website voiceofalignment.com forward slash podcast look for part eight and then listen to it you would see details uh you will listen to the details you know we talked about when we talked about praying in the spirit but you see what is the role uh of praying in the spirit what role does it play in the whole armor uh that we've been talking about the whole armor of god you see one of the qualities of elite soldiers is alertness elite soldiers can sense a threat from a distance they have what i call a high alertness quotient when you look at the secret service and the best of the secret service agents of any country i'm talking about the ones the kind of secret service agents that are trusted they are so good that they are trusted to even protect the president of the country you see that these people these men and women these are men who are skilled and trained you know in fighting don't if you see a secret service agent (laughs) don't say because uh, a lot of them they don't wear uniform so don't don't think that because they are not in uniform you can mess around with them they they can (laughs) they can do to a person what a soldier cannot do they are that good they are that well trained but you see one of the characteristics of elite secret service agents is that these are men who have a high level of alertness they can multitask without depreciating in alertness friends alertness is the most critical aspect of any defense system 
you see recently i was following the war what's going on uh in the war between israel and hamas but one of the intriguing aspects of uh this war that i find so interesting is israel's defense system and how israel defends itself with uh the iron dome technology now i got so fascinated about this technology that i started you know i i started looking out for information about this trying to watch youtube videos and i stumbled across um a video i think it was on facebook actually i stumbled across that video that gave an illustration of how that iron dome technology works now when i listen to this and when i watch this illustration of how this technology works i realized that a major reason why uh hundreds of thousands of israelites are not dead right now as this war is going on a, re- a reason why hundreds of thousands of them are not dead is because of the high level of alertness of that technology or of that defense system time will not permit me to to go into the details of how that system works and all of that but man it's an amazing it's an amazing technology it's an amazing defense system and you know i in the video that i was watching you know i the person the presentation they were talking about how uh israel has been so protective of that technology it's a technology that can sense a missile from afar it can sense it from afar and it's so alert the technology is so advanced that it not only senses the missile or the threat that is coming the missile threats or the rocket or whatever that is coming into israel's territory it automatically calculates the speed at which the missile is moving towards uh whatever location it has been launched at in israel it will calculate the speed it will determine the destination it will determine whether or not it will determine the level of casualty that is going to cause so the technology would determine whether or not that missile is going to land in a densely populated area and it's going to destroy you know a lot of buildings and you know cause a lot of uh loss of life lives you know and all of that and then it will detect the one that is going to land in a place that is not really going to cause any havoc and then the one that it detects which is going to land in a place that is going to cause a lot of loss of lives and all of that it will shoot it down before it even comes out of the sky to the point where it's heading to a city right there in the sky it will shoot it down that is how alert that technology is now that alertness of that technology that uh israel has deployed uh is a major factor that gives uh israel the military strength that it currently has today that is the importance of alertness when it comes to battles but you see when it comes to spiritual battles and spirituality in general praying in the spirit is like the spiritual iron dome that keeps us alert that is what keeps you alert and makes you capable of sensing and bringing down anything that the enemy throws at you even from a distance one of the things that happens is that as you pray in the spirit the holy spirit is praying through you so the detection antenna that you are engaging at that time is not the human detection antenna you are not detecting things by your senses you are detecting things by the senses of the holy spirit whose ability to sense things transcends 
time it transcends imagination so even from the origin of a threat you are able to attack it as you pray in the spirit you can get so intense in praying in the spirit that you are so immersed you've immersed yourself so much into praying in the spirit that the holy spirit begins to show you clips he can begin to show you visions of things that are about to come things that are about to happen or sometimes you just sense a burden you just sense something you know for me the way it happens a lot of times is when there is something you know that is going on i can't place my hand on it but i know that there is something wrong that is brewing somewhere that is not uh, going to favor me there is a burden in my spirit and i don't know what it is but i know that there is that burden and then i begin to pray in the spirit and i pray in the spirit until i have a relief from that burden for some people, it could be that they have, you know, just a short vision. I remember a story I heard about somebody who was about to, you know, I think he boarded a flight, uh, boarded an aircraft. The aircraft was, you know, they just entered, he sat down and then he shut his eyes, you know, to pray. And as he was praying, the Holy Spirit opened his eyes. He saw a vision and he saw in that vision, very short vision, he saw the plane taking off and then was diving and crashing. And then he came out of that vision immediately he came out of this is something that happened just within less than you know minutes two minutes you know he came out of that mission immediately he took his bag from the from from where they put uh, the compartment at the top and he told the uh the air attendants that he wanted to get off the flight and he told them to give them uh to give him his luggage and they said no we've already put all the luggage you know in the flight he said okay no problem the flight can go i'll take the next flight to my destination and that was how that man was saved from a plane crash that plane took off and before his eyes he was seeing the plane go before his eyes the plane crashed this will happen by virtue of alertness it's something that can happen by virtue of alertness that comes as we pray in the spirit but to pray in the spirit you must have the baptism of the holy spirit and you receive that baptism of the holy spirit simply by faith by exercising your faith when you either ask for it or when it is administered to you by somebody who is sent and who also carries that spirit and has the baptism of the holy spirit now i like to end this episode by just once again just administering this baptism of the holy spirit and i'm just going to pray a simple prayer and i want you to join your faith with mine many of you or some of you may be listening to me right now who do not have this baptism of the holy spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues you see you there is uh not having the baptism of the holy spirit will not disqualify you from heaven you will make it to heaven definitely because once you have received uh the lord as your uh jesus as your lord and savior uh the bible makes us to understand that you are sealed with the holy spirit you have marked with the holy spirit last episode we talked about the part the portion um in 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 the book of second corinthians i think where it was talking about the holy spirit being the first deposit of all the things of all the promises that god has made including the promise of heaven so the fact that you have given your life to jesus christ means that you have 
have the holy spirit in you that qualifies you for heaven but you see without the baptism of the holy spirit there is a lot of things there are a lot of benefits that you will be denied of you deny yourself without that baptism of the holy spirit and one of those benefits is this alertness that i'm talking about and so i'm just going to pray a simple prayer as we end this episode i'm just going to pray a simple prayer and if you do not have the baptism of the holy spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues i would like to join i'd like you to join your faith with mine and let me join my faith with yours that you are going to receive that baptism in the mighty name of jesus christ and so heavenly father i want to thank you for as many who are listening to me right now who are trusting you for the baptism of the holy spirit i ask oh god that you who have given me this word for your people i ask oh god that lord you pour out your spirit upon them right now like you did on the day of pentecost and let them be baptized with your spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues right now in the mighty name of jesus christ i decree that your tongue is loosed and the language of the spirit flows out from you in the mighty name of jesus christ wherever you are listening to me from right now whether you may be in the bedroom listening to me you may be on the bed listening to me you may be i don't know maybe in the office maybe in your car wherever you're listening to me right now the spirit of god and you've joined your faith with mind of course the spirit of god is upon you and you have been baptized with the holy spirit and that evidence of speaking in tongues will be made manifest in the mighty name of jesus christ so shall it be in the mighty name of jesus christ that's it it's that simple if you've had faith in that you're going to see it manifested in the mighty name of jesus and once you have this manifestation i'd like to hear from you just send me a message and tell me about your experience send me a message send me an email to voiceofalignment at gmail.com i'd like to hear about your experience and i'd like to receive your testimony of the baptism of the holy spirit now this brings me to the end of this episode and i want to appreciate you for listening to this episode and for listening to it thus far now in the next episode we're going to be ending uh this series on the nuggets for winning spiritual battle and in the next episode we're going to be talking about something very interesting we're going to be talking about the winning mentality of the believer you need to understand that winning mentality you need to have uh that mentality what we're going to be discussing in the next episode it's the crown on everything that we have been discussing uh so far in the past 11 episodes so i'd like to encourage you to ensure that you stay connected to this platform so that you are notified how do you stay connected like um, our page or follow our page on facebook voice of alignment on facebook on instagram or if you are on any of the major podcast apps whether it is spotify amazon music samsung podcast uh apple um i think it's apple music or itunes i think you know any of the major pod even google podcast we are right there and of course we have a website www.voiceofalignment.com where you can easily access uh episodes that are being released so for anything you should not miss the next um ep
episode and this is going to get better and better after next episode we're going to start another series uh of teaching i don't know how whether it's going to be a series or, or one of teaching uh but then i would uh, leave it until we get to that time so thank you for listening to this episode to the very end um i trust and i believe that this has been a blessing to you also remember to share this with a friend let somebody else also be blessed by the things that you have learned from this episode i'll see you again in the next episode until then keep living in the victory that jesus christ has secured for you on the cross of calvary god bless you